Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. Now, you're probably wondering, why am I in my bedroom? Why is Tommy in his house? Well, obviously, we're not going to dive into the reasons why, because we all know that a lot of people are working from home at the moment. So we thought we would do a, a remote WTF1 podcast. Isn't that right, Tommy? It is. It's the the quarantine edition. <laughs> we haven't been out of the house. It's like an apocalypse, isn't it? It's, it it's does very feel odd. that way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously, myself and Tommy, Jess has left WTF1 now, so it is just us two carrying the podcast. But uh, I'm sure we'll get on just fine, right, Tommy? Yeah, What I mean, what a start. Yeah, what a start. Jess leaves and we're in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's, uh, yeah, so we're going to dive into the Australian Grand Prix. <laughs> uh, yes, that race. That race that never happened. But I guess just very quickly, let's talk about, you know, the fact that obviously um, it, it didn't go ahead. But it was the right decision, wasn't it, Tommy? Yeah, ultimately, it had to be done. However much we wanted F1 to be back, it had to be done. Yeah, it was a little bit late, but we'll dive into the methods behind it. Let's go with some three words from fans because we're not doing three word race reviews. This feels really odd, but we're going to continue with the good hype. Right. Underscore Morris C. Survived to drive. Human peace sign. Esports came alive. Grey zone left through. Is that is that Frank barking? Yeah, Frank, come Frank, here, mate. Frank, shut the hell up. Frank, come here. 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 <laughs> here. Right. Frank gonna, is Tommy's little brother. No, it's not. It's his yeah. dog. <laughs> I'm going to introduce... He's, he's, he's now on the, uh, he's the on camera. The You're just I'm, such an I'm, attention seeker, aren't you, Frank? Jeez. Is. Anyway, right. I'll continue. Grayson yeah. left so if, the room. If there's any noises, this is the, this is the guy responsible. You can't not be you. mad at him. It's not you. Uh, Mercedes sandbagging again. And finally, Ivan underscore Aguirre underscore 32. Better than France. Let's... Well, firstly, those, those four three-word race reviews... I say race reviews... Word reviews. <laughs> yeah. Survive to drive is uh, quite extreme. Um, better yeah, than France. I've seen a lot of I that. mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the actual race weekend, I guess, was because there was a lot of things going on behind the scenes away from Formula One, which uh, we'll dive into. But uh, let's talk about, well, your three word review, as I keep trying to say, race kind of sums it up beautifully. Yeah. So, well, that backfired. Um, Why do you say and that? that? Is, yeah, that is because of how essentially how poorly it was handled. Um, they took a massive risk going ahead uh, anyway. You know, it it wasn't like COVID-19 had already just suddenly appeared that weekend. You had Bahrain was already behind closed doors at this point. Italy was in an absolute mess where people couldn't get. You know, there was talk before, wasn't there, that Ferrari might not even get to the track. Yeah. Yeah, because it's um, obviously going through a lot of a lot of turmoil over there. Yeah, and it affected everyone massively. I know Hamilton was very vocal, saying, "Why are we here? We shouldn't be here doing this." And they and thought he, they yeah. could try it anyway. And yeah, the fact I guess that, you know when you look yeah, behind the bad. scenes, it's money talks, isn't it? And Formula yeah. One that they wanted to go ahead. You know, you think of the amount of. You know, logistics that goes behind the scenes of you know shipping everything out and it's not as simple as a football game where you know it's just the players traveling and obviously the fans as well but you have that additional fact that you know all of this stuff has been shipped over tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff that I can understand the hesitation but still that how late they left it where it was only a few hours before practice started or was supposed to start 
that they finally yeah. pulled the plug. Yeah, it's absolutely appalling. I think Hamilton pretty much said that, what you're saying, that cash, I think he said cash is king, I think was the yeah. words he used, um, saying that they're still there. They wanted to go ahead anyway, and essentially they took a risk and, like like was in my three-word race review, it backfired hugely. The fact that it took so long after McLaren... The, the biggest story was, of course, McLaren announcing that they were not racing. Yeah. And then that, from there on, you thought, well, that's the race cancelled. Everyone knew from that moment the race was going to be cancelled. But yeah, it it's a took weird... ages. It did take ages. And it's almost as if McLaren was the the kind of triggering factor to a lot of these things. Because I wonder, you know, whether Formula One still would have tried to go ahead with it had they not had that that positive um, test result for one of the, the team members. I almost feel like, yeah, yeah. that was the, the triggering point where it's like, well, we literally cannot go ahead now. There was obviously yeah, a risk before, but now it's confirmed that it's within the paddock. If that spread to everybody in the paddock, F1 would be in absolute shit, wouldn't they? Yeah, which, you know, could easily happen. And that's now the problem that everyone in that F1 paddock is now at risk. So, yeah, it's a sad thing because obviously, yeah, we, we we don't know because it can lay dormant within you for over a week, two weeks. So we'll see. Anyway, yeah. we're, we're not we're not doctors, but uh, I hope everyone no, exactly. that's watching, listening, but, uh, is, is staying safe because obviously it's a, it's a horrible time, and uh, especially yeah. you know for the people that are out in Italy and you know where it's, it's you know ridiculous out there. Obviously, our thoughts go out to you, and you know we just need to stay tight. Hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so at Oz Oz Suckling. When is F1 most likely going to start? Monaco, maybe? Look, a lot of these questions, you kind of, you know, obviously we're wondering, you know, when, you know, when's it going to come back? Well, we don't know. We literally don't know. It depends on how well the containment goes, how well, obviously, you know, these lockdowns in Spain, Italy, etc. Does it actually work? Or does everyone after a month come out and then catch it and then we go down back into some sort of meltdown again. Like we, we just genuinely don't know. There's, there's all sorts of reports saying that, you know, this whole thing could last till the, till spring 2021, but you know, we can't. Yeah. I saw that too. We can't live, <laughs> we can't live with that. Can we? No, it is. Uh, like I like say, it is all just speculation, isn't it? We, we're not experts. We don't know when this pandemic is going to stop. And Formula One actually released a statement today which was almost like an open letter to fans from Chase Kerry saying, you know, we all want F1 back, but it's out of our control. Exactly. You know, they, they've likened it, well, they've described it as a fluid situation, which is very true. You know, you, you can't you can't say, right, we're going to be back for Monaco. We're going to be back for Spain because they genuinely don't know. It could get 10 times worse. It could it, it could go away in a few months. We, we don't know. So uh, the question's... You know, we're all very much speculating. We'll never truly know. I guess that the idea is to plan towards June, but they don't know. It might, yeah, it might be Baku. The, Who knows? Yeah, I heard that Baku was a potential starting point, but again, no one, no one knows. No one knows at all. And they, there's also talk now of two day weekends uh, and no summer break. If if we, you know, if this calms down and we do get to go racing. They yeah. might have to, they're, they're going to essentially be having a lot of back-to-back races. And the only way that's going to be able to work if they're very, like countries that are very far apart, the only solution is to just do 
Saturday, Sunday only, which is something we mentioned in the podcast a while ago. Yeah, but just not, didn't not, want it to happen like this. <laughs> yeah, not the reason that uh, that it has happened. Um, yeah, at Luke CFC. When I said want to get rid of practice, not not like yeah, this. Yeah, no, not like this. Uh, at Luke C- CFC twenty five. If the season has to be reduced to, for example, ten races, what ten races would you prefer to be on the calendar? Good question. Um, that's basically asking what our top ten races are. But at the same time, I'm kind of of the of the standpoint that it's just has to be the safest ones if if at all, if we do go racing obviously you know i guess the the, the country's least affected are the ones that might make might be looked at it, it again it depends on this whole fluid situation but if we're looking at it purely from a formula one fan what do we hope is going to be on the calendar monaco's not in one of those 10 <laughs> how dare you i've put, I've, I've written my list actually go on then hit us with your list okay this this is going to be controversial i think okay bahrain fine China, yes, yes, exactly. Love this is obviously this is if COVID nineteen wasn't a thing, yes, obviously yeah, because yeah, yeah, this course. is not based on anything other than I like these races. Yeah, um, Vietnam and Zandvoort just because it would have been nice to see them. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I can agree with that. You know, it would new races are always fun. Unless yeah, got Ricard. to try them out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Monaco because uh. it's special. Uh, Baku, <laughs> Baku, Canada, Baku, yeah. S- Silverstone, Spa, Monza, Brazil. That's not that controversial. What would you? Yeah, what, there's a few. There's a few off there, there that though? I feel like people. Uh, Suzuka's not there, mm. um, which might be. I guess some people might get triggered that I've chosen. I mean, you talk. You know, you say that Monaco is a special race, but you would have Monaco over Suzuka. <laughs> Yeah, because it's so different. I like I like that it's so unique on the calendar. Okay, so what else have we what something. else have we missed? Um, let, let me have a let me get up the, Abu Dhabi. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised you schedule. haven't. Uh, you have yeah, actually, I've got it on my phone. If uh, anyone wants to go get it, it's WTF on wallpaper. The lock screen. Lock screen. I need to update that with just a blank screen that says 2020 F1 calendar. It's really annoying when notifications come up though. Okay, so you've got rid of Australia. You've got rid of uh spain oh singapore actually oh that's a tough one you've got kota you've got rid of france but what a grand prix that is i know (laughs) yeah kota hungary uh, mexico hungary got rid of it was difficult i was going through it thinking this is a lot harder than all right let me go through my 10 and i'm just going to make it up on the spot as i go through so i might i might have less or more than 10 as i go for it okay so australia i could drop bahrain i would definitely have as you say vietnam netherlands yep that's three spain absolutely not monaco i could i could leave it azerbaijan yes so how many is that one two three four canada yeah i'd have that five france no austria no british grand prix obviously Six, Hungary, no. Belgium, yes. Seven, uh, Italy, yes. Eight, Singapore, nah. Uh, Russia, meh. J- Japan, yes. Nine. Oh, then I've got, yeah, then it's got to be Brazil. Ah, oh, but then I've missed out China. So, so you, oh, God, because China's so you, at the bottom. <laughs> I'd have 11. Uh, <laughs> so you missed, so you did the same calendar as me, but you'd replace Monaco with... Uh, what was the race you added? Uh, I also added uh, Suzuka. I added Suzuka. That I added Suzuka. Um, and 
someone else. Anyway, let's move on. That's what we would have uh, for our 10 races. Uh, so let's just hope that some of them happen. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. How many races do we need for it to be a championship? Wonderful. Is it eight? Twelve? Uh, I'm many... not sure. I think that's... Is there an official rule? I thought it was 75%. 75% of the calendar. Which is not going to happen, is it? Wow. Okay. So Schumi's record's still intact. The only positive from this, if it if it's a seventy four percent season, yeah, is that they all race for fun. What happens then, like with constructors' money and all that stuff, if it isn't declared a true championship? Yeah, it's a massive, a massive mess. Really, it's going on in um, football as well. I've, yeah, don't, a football yeah, podcast that it, I listened yeah. to were talking about it, saying you're you're a Liverpool fan, I'm a Leeds fan, and there's talk of the season being scrapped and there, which is absolutely know, no getting... preposterous. I know. We're going to interrupt this WTF1 podcast just for a brief moment to talk about our regular sponsor for this series, ExpressVPN. Now, we don't actually have Jess to tell us all about her glowing reviews uh, of the app, but with the fact that we're now essentially quarantined, a lot of us working from home and whatnot, this is actually the perfect time to get involved with this, purely because you can watch things like the Netflix US side of things, where they release stuff so much earlier, don't they, for some things, Tommy? Yeah, exactly. You can be in... You can essentially watch TV from any country without having to go to that country, which obviously you can't do at the moment. So, Exactly. Uh, an ExpressVPN lets you easily bypass pesky geo restrictions and you can get set up in under 10 minutes and start enjoying HD streams that were currently blocked from you. It works on your computer, phone, router and consoles, as well as services like Fire TV, so you can watch from pretty much any device. Browse with peace of mind safely that the app will be encrypting all your data, keeping it safe from those pesky hackers. If you want to get involved, which I'd seriously recommend, especially with the fact that we're now just stuck at home uh, and you can watch loads of US TV shows, uh, you can use our special link today to get three months free. Three months! That will sort us out, I think, for most of this incubation period. Uh, all you have to do is go to expressvpn.com forward slash WTF1. That's expressvpn.com forward slash WTF1 for three months free with a one-year package. Head over to the link to learn more. That's it. Tommy, you going to go do that? Of course. I've got, go do it. got three months. I want to see uh, your receipt. I've got three months to... Uh... <laughs> Watch a lot of TV. Yeah, Netflix US, that's the one. Right, let's dive into my three-word review. I, I went for Community Comes Together just purely because, you know, what with everything being cancelled, Formula One being cancelled, loads of sporting events just being wiped off the calendar. It was amazing to see how the internet, the most sport community came together, Veloce Esports and The Race, both creating landmark events, it has to be said, where, you know, to give people context if they didn't see it, uh, the race one, I think they they kind of did. Uh, they did it on Sunday. They both did it on Sunday. They started about one pm, and they had Max Verstappen, uh, loads of other sort of professional drivers. They also had um, uh, Jimmy Broadbent, you know, uh, YouTube personalities, and they had a mixture of sim racers and stuff. And they were more on the the sort of hardcore side. They were on R Factor Two, and then on the other side, you had Veloce Esports, where they did a more of an accessible one. It was F1 2019, fifty percent race had Lando Norris, Esteban Gutierrez, Stoffel Van Dorn. Um, Thibaut Courtois, the Real Madrid goalkeeper. There was a, a ridiculous uh, array of drivers in, in both of them, but it, yeah. it was just such a feel-good event, wasn't it, for something that just, you know, we were so down about F1 being cancelled, and then this kind of came out of nowhere only a few days before. Yeah, they they were both great sort of time fillers when we were sat waiting for F1 to be back and it was cancelled. But what a, you know, I could never have imagined that 
it'd be the first race of the season and we'd be here watching the Real Madrid goalkeeper going wheel to wheel with Esteban Gutierrez on the Formula <laughs> One game. I mean, what a crazy, crazy time it is. Yeah, for every bit of adversity, there's opportunity. And I think both of these, uh, you know, the race and Veloce did an amazing job to, to get this all together in such a short yeah, amount of time. Huge views as well on both of them. Yeah, Lando Norris was breaking Twitch flipping records for Formula One side of things and yeah. has like 70,000 concurrent viewers. Um, it was it was ridiculous. So yeah, amazing, amazing job. And I know that there's going to be another Bahrain, one, uh, not the Bahrain GP for, for this weekend, I think for Lotchair planning. So uh, be interested to see what, what the race come up with as well. But yeah, it's amazing that we have something to watch at least. And even if, I think this is a, a good time actually for when, People that are so against just F1 gaming and people competing. It, it, that, I think a lot of these sort of hardcore, oh, I couldn't possibly, you know, I couldn't possibly watch this, that would come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, actually, it's not too bad. Yeah, it's perfect for the naysayers that they don't have a choice now to than, other than if you want motorsport, you're going to have to watch these esports races. So, And yeah. I th- think having, having big names in like uh, Max and Lando, already it just brings it to a lot more people yeah absolutely and you know the numbers have been staggering so i'm just i'm looking forward to seeing what what comes next at ben and m 97 said who would win if all 20 drivers did an esports race well that's very easy i think i think it'd be max verstappen just named yeah max (laughs) verstappen i think lando is maybe just a little bit worse but like not he's still an incredibly good sim driver but i think he's just tiny bit slower than max would you agree uh from what i've seen i think max is on, on, on the hardcore, hardcore sim, sim side of things, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the hardcore sims. Um, it's amazing the amount of lobbies that I see people posting and Max is in it and he's <laughs> quicker than people that play the game. All you know, the time, yeah. Day in, day out, and it's their whole lives. And then he rocks up into a lobby and he's top three, maybe even leading, so... Super that boy's impressive. got talent. That boy's got talent. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to seeing what what comes next. Hopefully, I'd like to see you know other drivers, other younger drivers especially. You know, let's get George Russell, Alex Albon, Carlos Sainz. You know, the guys that probably have some sort of capacity and way of uh, taking part in these events, and then it really will get some some notice. And you know, Formula One was you know sharing all about the Veloce uh, race, so it's, it was just awesome yeah. to see, especially from hardcore gamers like ourselves. Yeah, exactly. It was it was so good. I mean, the both of them were really entertaining races. The uh one snoring or moaning. Snoring, yeah, he started snoring. <laughs> so he's now he's not uh, barking, he's now snoring. Carry on, sorry. Yeah. Um he's just sat by my feet snoring. Um can't be a, a very interesting podcast, thanks, <laughs> Frank. Uh, uh yeah, but the, the Veloce one maybe was a bit more bantery, I guess. The fact that you had Will Any and I know he uh, you said to him before the race, "If you dive bomb, I'm going to go crazy on the stream," and he did. And oh, uh, shout out, just yeah, amazing thing! Shout out to uh, Arav as well, who uh, retweeted one of my tweets mid-race. The commitment to uh, <laughs> the content. I, did Do, not I don't know that. if you saw that. No, that's incredible. Because basically, him and his teammate had done really badly. And they were obviously both in Ferrari. So I put the screenshot of them in 19th and 20th and put 2020 Ferrari, this is our year. And uh, I was surprised to see it sort of, you know, popping off a bit and noticed that Arav tweeted it and then loads of people (laughs) were replying saying, Arav has retweeted this in the middle of the race. And apparently when he went into the pits, he was checking Twitter. I mean, to be fair, I I would do exactly the same thing. So uh, fair play to him. 
another thing that happened, which was more on a WTF1 side of things, was the Twitter poll GP that, that you came up with, Tommy, which was uh, fabulous, I'm, I have to say. Um, oh, thank you. At, our, at the RSD says, can you review the madness of the Twitter poll GP? So, Tommy, do you want to explain what it was for people that didn't see or don't use Twitter? Yeah, so uh, if you didn't see it, I tweeted about a fake race on our Twitter page uh, and basically just made up scenarios for people to vote on what they would happen, what they wanted to happen. And they were normally a mix of sort of sensible and chaotic scenarios and WTF1 fans being WTF1 fans, the chaos got voted for every single time pretty much. Oh, you knew that would happen, surely. Of of course, yeah. (laughs) So... um, if you didn't see our Insta story, uh, we also did an Instagram story about it. So if you completely missed it and you can't see it anymore, uh, I'll give you a quick review of the race. So Hamilton stalled on the start. Uh, Leclerc and Verstappen crashed into each other while battling. Not agree. Kvyat, I don't like that. Yeah, exactly. Kvyat uh, torpedoed five cars at the start, wiping out them. Uh, both racing points got disqualified for being too much like the W10. Uh <laughs> Then there was a thunderstorm and both Williams pitted for wets a lap earlier and jumped to third and fourth. Um, then Bottas used DAS and pulled his own steering wheel off straight off the column and crashed into the back of Vettel. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we got the vote where Williams were 1-2 on the final lap and Latifi was closing in a bit like Spa 98 with the Jordans and gave people the vote that whether they should hold position or let them race, and they chose let them race, so they uh, crashed into each other, and Science won, despite not being mentioned in the entire race. Perfect. Tommy, honestly, I, I want to see another Twitter poll GP. Will there be another one? I mean, it, I was surprised at how well it did, so I'll definitely do another one for Bahrain. Why not? Especially if Carlos quite retweets it, right? He'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, maybe, <laughs> he we'll, maybe we'll have a different winner. Maybe people won't be so chaotic, because I want Lewis to see Hamilton might. Lewis Hamilton might be celebrating it, saying best fans. Who knows? Lights but to flag. Uh, that's pretty much... <laughs> huh? Lights to flag win, where everyone just picks the uh, boring scenarios. You never know. It, yeah, it might be the... No, it's WTF1 fans. It'll be anything but... Right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Make sure to check out ExpressVPN, uh, our sponsor for this podcast, uh, as well as giving us uh, a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, nothing less, nothing more, because, you know, in this torrid time, we need those five stars. And give us comments as well. You know, we we do read everything uh, that you review on there, uh, and it's really nice to see such positive comments about this podcast. That time when also we'll be be out to where we talk about classic races, uh, and we'll continue that throughout quarantine period. Absolutely no problem at all. Tommy? That's it, isn't it? Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much, everyone, for persevering with us during this sort of slightly awkward podcast where we're probably piecing it together. There's probably going to be a few jumps where we've cut out and getting our audio yeah, because things to keep work stopping, because, things keep yeah. cutting, things keep breaking. But just to quickly clarify on the content side of things over the next weeks, months, we definitely will be putting stuff out. It's just we've had to change our way of thinking a little bit. We'll probably maybe look more towards the gaming side of things, maybe doing some live streams, Tommy. Who knows? We need to kind of sit down and brainstorm that. But I think, you know, the main thing is that we're still here. We're still going to be on social media. We're still going to be interacting with you guys and we're not going anywhere, right? Absolutely. Love it. Right. Thank you so much for watching. I miss you, Tommy. Wish I was in the same room as you. I know. It's weird. I can't even see you at the moment. It's (laughs) And I'm waving at the camera. (laughs) Right. Take care, guys. You look to the left. I'll look to the right. This probably won't be right. Okay, I've looked to the left. And I'm waving. 
I'm waving at you. I hope that works. This is weird. It'd be hilarious if it's the opposite. (laughs) Bye. Bye.